Welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Inferna. We're at Forts Athletics. We provide coaches and athletes with the tools they need in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And we are recording this on Thursday afternoon, November 18th. I'm on my way to practice, and uh, I just wanted to share some insights or some tips, if you will, uh, from a conversation I had with our high school guidance counselor at the school uh, that I am at a couple days a week. And we were talking about expectations and, like, kids, and she's a high school guidance counselor, so, you know, getting kids ready for, like applying for colleges and applications and SAT and all this stuff. And we got talking a little bit about expectations and reality and how sometimes students uh, have like this false sense of reality when it comes to expectations or the effort that they put into something in order to, you know, reap or sow certain rewards and uh, we were talking about that because she had just met with a student who is really concerned that her grades aren't um, good enough for college and uh, when the counselor started talking about some of the other you know extracurricular activities that uh, might not positively influence her grades and things uh, the student got really defensive started crying had a little bit of a meltdown And she asked me if I had any tips or suggestions on how to combat that. And I said, well, this is how, you know, I kind of work with my college athletes is similar to what we did on Tuesday at practice. Give them an index card with their goals or for them to write their goals and expectations, what they want to accomplish for the season is step one. And then two, I asked them also to, and I've talked about this and written about it and, and, you know, stuff, but uh, after they write down what they want to accomplish, what their goals are, I asked them to write down like two or three little factors or two things that are going to influence them, positively influence them achieving that goal. So for throwing, coming to practice, paying attention in practice, being focused in practice, are all little sub-bullets that they can do uh, in order to give themselves a better opportunity to throw farther and achieve their goals. If it has to do with getting stronger in the weight room, well, you have to go to the weight room, follow the programming, proper rest, proper nutrition, uh, you know, going to the trainers, like all these different things. So, we have our goal or expectation is like the big picture, but then there's all these little incremental steps along the way that we need to accomplish in order to get there. Now, sometimes athletes skip things. Uh, for example, if someone wants to throw the weight 14 meters or 47 feet, whatever it is, and then they have this monster throw and they go to 50 feet all of a sudden. Well, they kind of superseded their initial goal and their initial expectation of what they wanted to do. But then if you look back and and see, well, they've come to practice every day, they haven't missed a training session, uh, they go to the trainers, they get, you know, ample sleep and recovery and all these things, 
it's a good chance that you're setting yourself up for, um, you know, achieving whatever your goal might be. Now, sometimes, and we have this going on right now, too, where there's athletes that have unrealistic expectations of what they think their performance is going to be based on what they're doing currently in practice or lack thereof or not going to the weight room and lack thereof. So, for example, some athletes that they want to throw really, really far and their intentions are good and everything is there, but their technique and their form really hasn't caught up to that distance yet. So their uh, expectations of themselves um, might be a little skewed because they have this number in their head of what they want to throw, but their technique just hasn't caught up to it yet. That's one thing. I'm not going to say that's necessarily an unrealistic expectation, but I'd rather have athletes err on that side than put a specific number out there and then only come to like four of 25 potential practices. Then it's an unrealistic expectation because if they're not um, prepared to throw or you know they have other things going on and they skip and what have you, like that's fine. But when it comes back to you know, those bullet points of actually coming to practice, of going to the weight room, of, you know, not going to bed at four o'clock every morning and, you know, sleeping, you know, three or four hours and then going to class, it might make it a little bit more difficult for you to achieve your goal, whatever it is. So I shared that with the guidance counselor and I, you know, shared, went into more detail here, but uh, I I think it's the same for, like, I haven't been in the classroom in a long time. But uh, students that want to perform well in the classroom but then might not be willing to put in the effort that it takes to achieve whatever that performance is. So uh, I was not really good math or uh, good in math, um, not good in English either. That's another conversation for the other day. Uh, so I wasn't really good at math, high school, wasn't really good in college, and now have somehow I've walked into a stats job or statistician's job or data analytics, however, you know, you want to word it. Um, But I wasn't very good in it in high school. And I had no expectation then of thinking that that's where my like day job, my career was going to go. So for our high school students who, you know, want to get straight A's, excuse me, and they're concerned that if they have an A minus in something or an A, or their average is 97 point whatever, that they're not going to get into their college of their dreams. Um, you know, there's other factors that play a role in that. Uh, I'm not saying that you're going to guaranteed to get into the college of your dreams if you have a 98 average or 99 average. But I think what I've noticed, and I was actually talking to my brother about this uh, earlier today is that uh, sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of what our skill sets might be and we project out these goals or aspirations that our skill set of today might not um, match up to. And as long as we take a step every day in a positive direction and we try and get 1% better or plus one every day, um, that 
it gives us a better opportunity of getting where we want to go. Now, it's not guaranteed for everybody. I want to stress that, too. Like, I've had a lot of athletes that have also had um, some skewed expectations of what where they wanted to go, but had nothing to do with um, their practice or lifting or training or anything like that. It had to do with the stuff that they did outside of practice that was really out of my control, <clears throat> and it affected negatively affected their performances Um, so they were doing everything that they were supposed to in track but it was the stuff outside of track that was causing um, some issues there so it takes all facets of your life in order to kind of get where you want to go and I really stress that with my college kids and I was talking to the guidance counselor about that too that you know, it's, uh, it's being well-rounded and, you know, being realistic and not just, like, consuming your whole life with, I want to throw a shot put 50 feet. Because in reality, you throw a shot put 50 feet, if you're a female thrower, there's a good chance you'll be an All-American. And, um, you know, it makes for a conversation piece. You know, depending on what type of career or profession you want to get into, it might uh, elevate you or it might give you a little bit more status or more clout or more... You know credibility uh, but for a guy you know if you want to throw 50 feet maybe you'll score at conference championships maybe you'll win um, uh, on the men's side probably won't be an all-american so it's just it, it, it it's difficult sometimes where when it doesn't always work out <coughs> excuse me for the best of of the athletes and um and it, it's just it's sometimes it's, it's they're difficult conversations to have, um, you know, because we share with our kids that you know there's a couple things that we really can't help them with the grades and those other social things that they might do or might get them into trouble. So as long as you know they. They're on their best behavior, and they go to class, and they get their work done. They'll be eligible. Uh, but those are areas that I'm not going to go into. If you don't do your homework, or you don't, uh, you know, study for a test, and you ask for an extension or whatever, yeah, that's not going to that's not going to work for me. Now, if the professor grants those things, that's one thing. But I would never. Uh, ask a professor for something like that for a student or, an, or a thrower. I've n- I never have, and I and I never will. Um, but you know, there, it's an interesting dichotomy about um, expectations and, and realities, and you know, and things like that. I, uh, I I miss probably more classes in college than I attended because I had this. Um, fixation in my mind that by training more and doing these other things that uh, class was getting in the way that I would become a better thrower and that was definitely not the case at all I wasted more time thinking that I was doing what I should have been doing when in reality I wasn't at all Um, so and I share those with my my athletes too as a a what not to do uh, type of thing but uh, yeah so tying it all together, holding your athletes accountable, holding your students accountable, having them 
share goals, expectations, what they want to accomplish. And then include two or three, four bullet points of things that they can do that are going to help them achieve that goal. Um, and, you know, a lot of it is not, it's not that, it doesn't have to be that convoluted. You stay eligible with your grades, you go to class, if you have to go to the trainers for therapy, <clears throat> excuse me, you go to the trainers for therapy, you go to your two or three weight room sessions a week, you come to practice three or four times a week, you know, whatever the practices are, there's a really good chance that you're going to accomplish everything you want. But when it's, you know, uh, life happens, you say, or they say, or I've been told, or coach, you just don't understand, then it's like, okay, do you really want to accomplish that? Because you're kind of making excuses for why it can't happen then. But uh, yeah, interesting, interesting uh, conversation with a high school guidance counselor and, and how to you know, share realistic expectations with, um, you know, in that case, it was an 18-year-old. In my case, I'm working with 17 to 22-year-olds. But um, thank you very much for listening to this episode on expectations, accountability, um, and how to get there and some steps along the way. It's really interesting. I love talking about this stuff. Uh, I hope you enjoy listening to me ramble on and talk about this stuff as well. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Charles Inferna and have a great day.